Welcome to Two Dads Against the World, where we take on the fun new world we live in, one diaper change, one soccer practice, and one something else at a time. Yes, we're going to change up the intro, and we don't know what it is yet, but we'll get there. It's going to be funny. Maybe not. Anyways, welcome to the show. Scotty, how are you doing? I'm good, man. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm tired, like but intro? I guess not as tired as you. You said you got yeah. four hours of sleep, so just cry me a river. Tell me what's that, no, what, just, what's that all about. How come you're so tired? Matter of fact. Well, yeah, I'll tell you, it, it started off with the loss this weekend. Okay. The, 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 loss, the loss hurt, I'll be honest. And it, it loss of so, what? Um, the bet. The, I lost the bet. Yeah, you lost the bet, yeah. I lost the bet. It was it was a good bet, but it became a bad bet. Yeah, it was a bad bet. Good honestly. good bet on paper because Flames had you know locked down McDavid for most of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Apparently, they, they don't know how to hold a lead. And then you know I don't know how else you play against the third team called the referee in the NHL. Mm. You know head office. Sure, blame the ref. Yeah, freaking pass, no pass, bull crap. Ah, there was a lot of bullshit on both sides. Oh, the high sticks on both sides that weren't called. Like, just there was some bad refing. I like it. I like it when the refs let the, the guys play. But when you're starting to use your stick as a weapon, that's that's where I'm like, I get frustrated. That's just mm-hmm. like now you're being irresponsible. Yeah. But By the way, I was going to drop off the jersey tomorrow, it's just fine. so you can, so it's ready for you for for game one of series uh, three, like the third series. Of Come the by the work. I'll wear it tomorrow. I've got staff meeting at nine. I think everybody would laugh if I had it on by then. If you're well, we'll in see the, if in I can area. make it there in time. Yeah. Yeah. If, if not, it's, it's okay. It's okay. One a couple more hours of not wearing it's fine. So if if you're just listening to this podcast for the first time, Scott loves the Oilers. Grew up in the area. I grew up in Calgary. Love the Flames. I'm an Alberta boy, so I'm going to cheer for the Oilers moving forward. Like, you know, let's get it. Like, it's not the end of the world. Alberta still won, people. Oh, you're not going to go on to that Cal- uh, Colorado uh, bandwagon? Yeah, Colorado. No, I got a lot of friends that do. Anyone but Edmonton? Anybody? I'm not that. I'm not. I've never really. Maybe when I was six, I was like that. But now I lived half my life in both cities. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, mm, yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm an Alberta boy. That's 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 the that's where I take. It. Anyways, so yes, I lost the bet because a stupid kick call. I don't oh, know. Like, others would have scored have, again. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. Would have. But still, still. Actually, here's the thing. Straight. Calgary would have scored again. Oilers would have scored two more goals. Calgary would have scored again. Oilers would have scored another goal, and then Oilers would have won in overtime. And we all know this because the Flames, for some reason, couldn't keep a lead the whole series. Mm-hmm. They couldn't keep a lead. That was so, the highest scoring series in history, I believe. Marksman, Marksman, Marksman. I can't say his word. I am freaking the goalie for the Flames. Um, I've never yeah. seen him play so badly. Not that Smitty was any well, good he, either. He, no, no, no. He uh, goalkeepers. Uh, you know, they hung tough. They uh, good team, I don't know. two good teams. Yeah, like there's a lot of firepower coming out on both sides. So, you know, yeah. those goalkeepers, they they were playing survival most nights, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, survival. Like, can I just go home now, please? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure a couple of times Markstrom was just like, get fucking ref, I swear to God, I'll kill someone on the ice if you don't blow the whistle, say game over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got the concussion oh. protocol. Yeah, okay, okay. Smitty. Yeah, concussion protocol. Actually, that whole thing was that, that another thing that pissed me off. One, I agree with Smitty. Like, his head never actually hit the wall. 
his mask came off. Yeah. Like Smitty was right to be pissed off at the ref. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but oh, as a Flames fan, as a Flames fan, it irritated me a lot that the refs dragged their their feet to get to the to the break, mm-hmm. and then the break was during his five minute thing. It was like yeah. the, and then when they came back, they played for like I don't know a minute or two mm-hmm. with Koskinen, and then. There was another break. Like, they gave him the most amount of time you possibly, and then some, for a goalie to go through the five minute of, or whatever, the 15 minute. 15, yeah. The 15 minute concussion protocol. Like, I think, what, in all game time, he lost two minutes? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a lot. Freaking NHL slanted bull crap. You know, here's <laughs> rant. Here's the other thing that pissed me off, okay? I really respect the heck out of Calgary Flames coach as a person. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, McDavid was amazing. Like, honestly, there's some stuff that McDavid was doing was like, I've never seen anybody do before, and I've never seen Mm -hmm. McDavid do before. Mm -hmm. Like, some of his – I just don't – like, he's just – he is the best player. So, Daryl Sutter is correct. He's the best player in the world, period. Mm -hmm. But – it is kind of like, like there's a level of like, of like, say it after the series. Don't say it like game three to the media that McDavid's amazing and you're gushing on yeah. like your little schoolgirl on mm-hmm. uh, on the on your favorite superhero or favorite character in the movies. I can't even say, <laughs> I can't even speak their name. Huh. What's the guy from Aquaman? Uh, like his real name? Yeah, yeah. I have no fucking clue. I really don't care. Anyways, some actor. He's got the beard. He's got the muscles. Yeah, he's yeah. got the height. Totally, he's, yeah. He's that a stud. guy. He's a stud. Yeah. Stop gushing on another player on a nut from the other team till after the series, and then yeah. comment ahead. This is true. And, it's but, like you know, our, it was like our soccer game today. We had a brutal yeah. loss, like just, a, just an absolutely disgusting loss. Close, mm. close game. Like we needed one more minute to tie it up, but it you know what? Game. I, I was I, I waited to praise that other team of their hustle and effort that we did not even remotely bring. Mm. And that would have been a game what? changer. We walk over to give them a clap. I said, you know what, girls, that hustle was was a hundred percent. I said, you guys deserve that. I said, great job. I said, good on you. Keep it up. Because it was a right. team that we could have easily beat had our girls even just decided to wanted to play soccer today show up but it was one of those days and they just didn't want to play right and they got beat down well that describes kachuk for you yeah like where was he after the first game no daddy issues maybe i don't know possibly you know dad didn't throw the hat and the hat trick and oh that just brought up a whole bunch of issues that he couldn't get over for that big series for those 10 days or whatever it was nah i don't know it's moving on. Let's go. Let's go, Oilers. I guess I'm wearing the jersey. Yeah, and it's uh, so great because it's like it's not even an authentic jersey you'll be wearing. <laughs> it's such a bad. Well, it's a good fake, but terrible cresting. Like oh, just okay. a terrible crest. So it's great because it's so wrinkly. It just looks so fake from a distance as well. So not only are you going to wear a McDavid jersey, you're going to wear a fake McDavid jersey. Nice, nice. It's great. It's awesome. Okay. I didn't wow. even realize it was fake when I bought it. Wow. 
had no idea. Unless you have it up against, well, no, I bought it. I, I bought it from guy in the buy and sell, and all of a sudden when I got it, I was like, oh, these wrinkles aren't coming out because it's a fake crest, yeah, not the there hard, you go. hard crest. Get it, it, it ironed on with some glue. Mm. Not, yeah. Oh yeah, it's terrible. White glue. So yeah. So, anyways, so I thought like you know we got some bad bets that uh, that have happened in the in the around the society around the world that we might eventually come up and talk about a few but i mean there's this one bet you know the guy guy was bet that he couldn't wear implant uh, breast implants for a year couldn't do it couldn't go through the surgery and the bet was a hundred thousand dollars what well, yeah a hundred thousand dollars and see. the guy took got, it so see, he I went think... he got implants for a hundred grand so the implants probably cost him what ten twenty thousand yeah, I don't and know. And then he had to wear them for a year. Yeah. But did he get them removed? No, I read a, I read two articles. I wanted to see the verification. I want to verify it, right? Uh-huh. So, so yeah, this guy's name, I can't say his last name because I can't read right now. Brian Zembic. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the guy. First, this, is the history. this guy's got some weird bets under his belt. So he's taking us by, you know, we're never going to hold up a matchstick to him. Never. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so. He once lived with a friend's bathroom for a month for $7,000. Lived in the bathroom. So, I mean, this guy's taking care of a few things. It goes on. He's done a few things. So, he was doing a, he was doing a, he was doing some friendly bets or whatever. Yeah. And uh, one of his buddies, in, this is 1997, so this is old. Uh, he oh, said... Uh, 97, 100 grand is worth it was big money back then. Yeah, that was yeah. big bucks. He agreed to have silicone breast implants put in and live with them for a year to win $100,000. So, right. So, he, you know, netted, what, 75, 60, sure. well, somewhere in there. Maybe back then, 90, right? Like, who knows? I'm sure you're not going to get the the good ones. Like, why waste so much money, right? I've never shopped You're going to get the cheapest doctor possible. You know, they're like, you know, they're as hard as tin cans. Dink, dink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I am tired of my man. Oh, that's Just so like... <laughs> that's so brutal, but that's so great in the same time. Yeah, that's a bad bet. Well, it's a bad bet on both. And that's it. Nobody, nobody wins. Nobody wins. Like, I, I, yeah, you're famous for life, though. You are famous. Yeah, but imagine your kids. It's like, Daddy, oh. how come you and Mom are shopping in the same place yeah. for your underwear? Yeah. Well, that's well. In today's age, I guess it's not a big deal. No, but in 97, 97, that would have been something. Uh, so, yeah, guys, don't do not do bets like that. Don't do bets like that. <laughs> don't, 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 like, our bet is fine. I can wear a jersey for a week. Online I'll, betting. Uh, that's a big thing now. Did you notice okay. that through the hockey series? Like, just every commercial, bet 99, this betting app, this betting app, this online. It was, it was kind of like, excessive. Holy fuck. Like, Dude. it's just too much. Do we have a problem, people? Like, I think so. I think there's a big gambling problem happening. I think there is. Like, seriously, like you could bet on, you know, the odds of this during the hockey game. Like, I don't want to be talking about the odds of what bets. I want to talk about the actual game. Yeah, I, I don't want to talk about how much money I can make this period. You could bet while the game is going on. How really? what could possibly go? What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Jesus, what could possibly go wrong? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's decided we got some problem. We got some problems like with, I don't know, gambling becoming so much more accessible. Like, I don't know. I got a bad, bad thing with it. I've seen g- 
gambling just ruined marriages, take mm-hmm. down houses, left, right, and center. Like I, be- I believe in it. my family too. I've seen it. Like so, when you just see it so accessible, like God, like who, who what kids are doing it right now? Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, we we were betting on the at the elementary school playgrounds as kids, but it was like for marbles or for like uh, sure before Pokemon cards, whatever. Tomorrow. Yeah, or I like get your PBJ cards. tomorrow. No, no, no. It was for it was for like there was a thing called poppets or something like that or pogs, pogs, yeah, there's, pogs. You before remember pogs, pogs, there was something else. Okay. There's always yeah. something. Kids always got something to bet. You teach pogs how to, you badass. Te- you teach you teach those kids how to bet early. For us, it was marbles first. Because mm-hmm. you know, I'm that old, apparently I'm. Yeah, apparently I'm 75. There's some good marbles out there. I loved marbles. There was good. Some mar- Where are the marbles nowadays? Who are I don't the know. collectors? There, there are people out there. There, there's still there's still hardcore people out there that play. Is that convention? Grown ass men. Oh yeah, there's probably a marble con. Yeah, Google. Like there's that a shit. Rubik's cube con. I mean, oh, there's, sure. There's, there's got to be a marble con. Yeah, there's probably a marble con. Oh, yeah. pick up <clears throat> sticks. Do they have that going on too? What about oh, uh, pick up sticks? Yeah, that was good shit. But jacks is another thing. You oh, can... jacks! I was good at jacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got these you ever little use party them? hands. Do you ever use them for like uh, pranks on your mom? Or you get beat? Uh, oh no! Oh no! I would hey. just got, yeah, I would have gotten beaten. Well, as you should have. Yeah. Seriously, that's just there was no fucking around in our house. No, no need. Like there was so crazy. Like growing up now, like I, I was, you know, I always just tell my girls all the time. I'm like, I've told you now th- four times. I'm like, that's three more times than I was ever told to do something growing up. <laughs> like yeah. I was told once and that you weren't told twice. You were smacked and then you were like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'll get that done. She didn't yeah. have to repeat herself. No, no. There's something about corporal punishment <clears throat> that works. And it's it, if it's done right. There's abuse and then there's corporal yeah. punishment. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. But I, I'm really slow. I'm really – I don't think my girls ever – I never spanked my kids, my older ones, and I doubt I'll do this one. I learned this technique. It's it's kind of it's 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 psychologically effective without having to strike a child, and it's basically um, setting a, a physical boundary in the space, especially when they're little. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing it little, when they're doing it young enough, and they do something, cause kids will always test the boundary, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever that boundary is, and they should. Children should test test the, where the boundary is because that's growing up. But if you've asked your child to not do that, and they clearly understand that they can't do that, to ask a a tot, like a, a six month old not to do something that they can't comprehend, that's you shouldn't punish a six month old for something that a two year old knows the difference of right or wrong. Anyways, that's my digress. I know some people that are punishing their kids for. Like the most ridiculous things. But anyways, for example, for my daughter, what we do, we don't want her to hit her friends. Mm-hmm. Okay? Pretty simple concept. Mm-hmm. A lot of two-year-olds do it because they don't always have the words to express yeah, their frustration. That's right. that's right. And so we we don't hit back or pinch back. But I will remove her. Like she gets one warning, don't. But if she's not getting it, mm-hmm. it's very quick. You can tell. You can tell by the attitude or the eyes. I'll actually pick her up and move her and sit her away from the situation. 
mm-hmm. and sit with her and not let her move. Not like not hold her down, but just sit with her and not, but I'm not going to praise her or cuddle her or anything else. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be like, we're removed from a situation. You don't do that. You don't get to play. No, you don't get my affection either. This is, this is stern. I'm being stern, but I'm not being mean. It works. Do that with the other girls. No yelling. So, no yelling, no punching, no pinching. That's that was my style. That was my style. Mm-hmm. I grew up differently though. I, I grew up, uh, you know, I think I was like three, with my mom at a mall, and oh, yeah. Marble Mall in Calgary. Nowadays, you do not do this. In Marble Mall, though, um, my mom was looking at some kitchen store. I was bored. I wanted to go to the toy store. I had figured out where it was. Mm-hmm. So um, I d- gave my mom the slip. She was looking one way. I kind of distracted her for something else. I went the other way. I knew exactly what I was doing. I sneaked out of the store, made sure the clerk didn't see me leave, and I got out of there. And I walked the whole entire length of the mall, went sh- beelined it right to the toy store, right down the steps, right in the middle of the mall. So... Not quite all the way, but it was right. I knew I could see it to my this day, and I went and I had a look and I grabbed the toys I wanted and I took it to the front and I tried to pay for it, not knowing that they wanted money to, for this shit. Yeah, I didn't know what money was, but I knew that I had to give it to the clerk to give it back to me. Well, a panicked mother eventually got the PA system, and some random retired guy that knew my family from some organization found me in the toy store. I'm like, oh, hey, can you finish paying for this? I had no idea I was in trouble. A little bit I was, but... So, I, you know, I freaked out my mom. My mom's a bit of a worrier by nature. Mm-hmm. Imagine your child in northeast Calgary in one of the rougher areas. Their child goes missing at three. Yeah. You, you'd be concerned. Mm-hmm. So I got a spanking. That Dad gave me a spanking that night. Had yeah. me, took me into the room, said, look, no more. That was bad. Blah, blah, blah. Spank. Sad. Sore. Remember it to this day. Don't disrespect your mom. Yeah. There you go. And you grew up, right? I grew up. As far as yeah. I know, you haven't killed anyone or, you know, as far as, you know, as, far as I know. Pain. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Don't, don't disrespect your mom. Respect your mom. This That's... is so true. So true. Anyways. So. Did you ever. <clears throat> what, like, what's the worst bet you ever did? Like you're talking about this guy was hundred grand. I still can't even comprehend that. Like I can't. Some mm-hmm. guy put on some tits for a hundred thousand dollars. I, I, I'm trying to think. Would you do it, Scott? And I'm like, no. I don't think I could. I don't think a hundred grand would be enough. Well, I I would say my first marriage was a bad bet. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, no. Uh, not, I don't know. That's, that's, not, that's not really. That's not, yeah, it's not betting. It's not betting. But not really um, betting. no. Um. Uh, you know, I don't think I've, I, I, I don't normally go into a bet in, uh, with a chance of me losing. I'll be honest. Yeah. 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 Um, like my girls try to bet me all the time and I, I like, and ladies like, and gentlemen, I give you the angle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're always looking at the angle. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll take that bet. I'll take that bet. There's no way I can lose. Um, so no, I, I'm very careful what I bet. Like if if I'm doing like a fifty fifty, it's going and buying a fifty fifty ticket because of the charity that's receiving the money, not yeah. with the expectation that I'm gonna receive to win the jackpot. Yeah. 
I know, like these jackpots nowadays. Have for, you ever won the... a fifty-fifty? Are you kidding me? No, no, never. Yeah, I've, I've never, never won. won a thing. Yeah, I've never won anything either. Let me think about that. No, I take I always, that back. I always, I always try and pump myself up a little bit by saying that you know what, you don't need that. It's just nice to support whatever the charity was or whatever the you know mm-hmm. whatever it's going mm-hmm. towards, but you don't need it. Someone else did. You know, there's some cases for sure. Yeah, there's one. I I shouldn't say I haven't won anything. I did win an iPad back in the day. Oh, I was at a job fair. I threw my name down in some draw. You never win those draws. Mm-hmm. I won an iPad. I slept. I was like, no way, this is real. You know, mm-hmm. they finally contacted me through legit means and. I got my first ever and only ever iPad. Oh, cool! First generation, I think. That's right. That's right. I won the ring toss and I got a PlayStation too. Dang straight! Seriously? Yeah, you know that pretty big bottle toss where you have to get that bottle in the middle and you get it, which is impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I've done it twice now. Shut up! Yeah. PlayStation. I've never met anybody. Time. Second time was uh, something else, but it was like a. I can't remember what it was. I think I gave it to my nephew, Adam. A bike or something? I can't remember. Yeah. Training wheels? Tassels? Yeah. I, I don't know mm-hmm. why. I'm lucky at that game. Uh, I don't well, think it has anything to do with skill. It's just random random throw. and well, The connection. odds of the ring toss. Uh, not the ring toss, but the bottle neck toss, or whatever it's called. Like, even the Carney went berserk. He was like, wow. Shit, I haven't seen that this week. Bottle toss, right? I don't know what it's called. You know, those little donut rings. and Yeah, yeah, it's impossible. You got to get it on the bottom in the middle. There's like a hundred yeah. other bottles around it. It's impossible to get through. Because the ring is like... <clears throat> yeah, there's something... It's else. basically the same size as the... As the neck. Like, the you neck literally bottle, have yeah. to land it. You can't land it on any angle. It has to land 90 degrees onto the on the bottle. Like, yeah. Because as soon as it hits another way, it's, it's going off. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm actually shocked. I'm actually shocked this is real. For real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, like, I, feel, I feel like you Just like holding suck. ones. Right? Holding ones of golf. I've seen some crazy shots you've made. The bounce mm-hmm. off the rock. You skip oh, over yeah. the water. Onto another rock. Up to like, I don't know, a foot away from the hole. Yeah. Stupid. That's how my first. That's how my first hole in one happened, hey? seriously yeah i was little and uh i was playing this par three and i landed it short and it was at legends golf course where we were playing that one day yeah yeah like i was telling you two of my par threes came into that course same hole and yeah i remember the first one it was just so funny i was like oh no it's short it's gonna go in the creek hits a water or hits a rock bounces up and it just keeps sailing on the green rolling rolling we're like oh that's gonna go in the hole and all of a sudden it did. No. And we're just we're like Did that just go in the hole? Wow. wow. Big yeah, it's great. And How the second time second time it happened, I was by myself. Well, that yeah. sucks. It's like I try like, to tell everyone around. It's in the hole, I got it in the hole. No one cares. No one cares. Look at well, you got a hole in one seat, no one cares. Does it count because nobody saw it? Just like a tree doesn't, it doesn't make a sound it in the forest count. when it falls. It only counts to me, mm-hmm. but it's not an official. It's not an official. You have to have a witness. That sucks. You gotta have a witness. It's way Unless worse, you, you're really good and you're you know you know that that scorecard is legit. Oh yeah, you signed well, off. Sure. I never cheated golf. It's just just one of my things, right? Just, yeah. Why? People are like, oh, why don't you just like 
buddy I was playing with there last week. He's like, uh, let's wedge that thing out. Why? Fuck it. Who cares? If I shoot an 11 on this hole, mark it down, baby. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, it's only... Okay. It's only seven. I, I've, I've always enjoyed golfing with you. Not that I'm good at golf. We all know this. But one thing I always like is that um, when I golf with you, I'm reminding of, of one of this guy. His name was Bob. I worked at the radio station here in town. Mm-hmm. We went golfing. He was he was uh, the, the old wise guy. You know, he's been around. He owned car dealerships during the heyday of the Oilers. So, you know, he knew everybody. But he always said, you know, when you're in business, because we would take people out. Mm-hmm. You know, in business, always deal with the guys that score card correctly. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 go golfing, not because of the conversation or the deals you make, but watch how they actually deal with how, how honest they are. This is if, true. If they're honest, do business. If they're not honest, stay <clears> away. <throat> that's right. Oh, yeah. So, so that's... um. There you go. If you're losing business and you don't know why, and you go golfing with lots of people, that's your reason. That's it. Doesn't matter about your product. No, that's totally joking. That's not the only reason. But. Here, here's the here's the Johnson's Wood Floors tip of the day. Tip of the day. What you do when no one is watching says everything that you are. Ooh, that's that's deep, or something like that. That's a deep. Just the tip. Yeah. That goes for everything. It's not just golf. It's just everything. I tell my girls there in in soccer practice, I'm like the the effort that you put in here at at home when no one's watching, in your basement when it's dark, dribbling your ball, all of that work that no one sees you do, nobody's watching. What you do when no one's watching, the effort you put in when no one's watching, that's going to make the difference between someone that's good and someone that's great. That's fantastic. Plain and simple. The effort you put in, when it when it doesn't mean anything to someone else, that's what makes the difference between a good person and a great person. There you go. Yeah. Brought to you by Johnson's Wood Floors. There you go. Yeah. Just the tip. That's a good one. I like that one. We should uh, record that. We should press record now. Get that Boom. on air. Um, yeah, you know, I gotta say, there's, um, I'm such a mellow mood right now. I'm trying to think of all that. You know what betting you don't do? Don't do. Okay. Well, there's another tip. Never show up as a fourth player to a group of golfers that are members there that are over the age of 50 and they play betting games Uh and they ask you to join in. Uh Oh, they're just going to take your money. Politely decline. Because you are about to lose all of your money. <laughs> Every single dime. I don't care if you walked into a couple of 30 handicaps yeah. and you're a scratch golfer. You're losing all of your money. Yeah, they know everything on that They course. They will make sure that every everything, every trick is done. I remember going golfing with a client friend of mine and... Uh, I went with two of his buddies and I joined in and he's like, Hey Scott, we, we play betting games. Okay. Uh, you need a couple rolls of toonies and, and bring lots of cash. And I was like, oh, okay. Man. And the toonie game was a, a, it's a toonie game. And then there was cash games and there's pokers and there's everything that gets settled in. 
after the round. I probably had about, I don't know, 400 bucks on me at the time, cash on me. I lost everything there, one beer, and we weren't even done going through the games. I had to go to the ATM again to pay them more money. I couldn't believe the games and what happened. It was just like, but uh, I scored the best, but I lost every game. Right, because it's all about the the little little side bets, yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I got a, I got a, god yeah, cockroach down my throat. No, you know I was just blaming it on the pollen. And everything is the pollen nowadays. No, it's not enough bourbon. Get that bourbon in you. Oh yeah, I, was, I lost my voice today. I learned something as a coach today. Mm, tell me. I learned not to overcoach it, and I had to take a break on the field once because I was trying so hard to push them. To like to move to like to be urgent to, to to be focused. We had so many players that were just not into the you know I'm not going to have anything of it. No urgency and just mm-hmm. really just you know almost like that they they didn't want to be there. They're having a tough day or they're tired or what have you, right? Sure. You know, and you're hollering and you're like, come on, move, run, whatever. Almost lost my voice. And I was like, you know, I said to the other coaches afterwards, I'm like, you know what, guys, I learned something there. I'm like, I just can't even overcoach that. I said, that just took way too much out of me. I said, if we ever get into a situation like that again, where the girls just are having one of those days where, you know, they just don't really care. They don't want to be there sort of thing. It's not their day. You know what? I'm just going to sit on the bench with them. Just chat them up and be like, hey, how was school today? Yeah. Find out he's what's tired. going on. He's tired. Yeah. yeah. Just figure out the real reason. What grade are they Instead of just five? hollering. Grade six? No, 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 no. These are grade five. Yeah, grade, grade five. Fives. Grade five. Yeah. I was just wondering. 11-year-olds. Yeah, that's a tough age. Mm-hmm. That's a tough age. Yeah, well, yeah. They're t- they're tweenies, right? So they're going to – that's the age where they start giving you a bit of sass and back talk, and oh. they haven't quite learned that there's a lot of them that have a lot of it- – do you know? Do you know what this age reminds me of? Like, cause I've had the two girls go through it. It reminds me of remember back in the day when we had cell phones and we we're at our computers. You knew you're getting a text message because you hear the before the actual text message shows up. Oh, your, because yeah. your speakers, your speakers would like do that weird interference. Y- yes, that weird interference is the tweens of girls, like before they actually hit puberty. <laughs> That's what you're you're in right now. Is that? Yeah. Sure. Speakers are going off, buddy. I really like that analogy, and I think that's very accurate. You know, not to not to put you know the girls down, uh, but I, I I think that's pretty accurate. There's like there's some, some interference going on, but it's there not is, quite in. And there's yeah. there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on physically. There's a lot of uh, of of changes that are starting to happen that oh, they're yeah. not. And socially know. too. Socially yep. at this age, it's socially, really tough. Oh, fuck! Eleven year old girls are assholes. They really are. Oh, they, they're like they can be absolutely brutally honest and just Did, mean. insensitive. Yeah, they're just oh, yeah. just mean. Yeah, it's like a like salon. Like, oh yeah, there's times like Deanna comes home, she's crying to me, and I'm asking, her, I'm like, what, what's wrong? Like, what's happening? Did you hear what so and so said? Like, she's so mean. Why would she say something like that? Or just like 
being annoying and not being focused in the game or something like mm-hmm. players coming up and like screaming in the ear, "Hey, what's going on? Jeez, these guys suck." Or just something, right? Like right, right. immaturity, right? So you've got these you've got so many variables happening. You've got girls that are on this side of the spectrum that are mm-hmm. like super mature that are like going through this stage pretty pretty cool right mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. they're savvy they know what's happening excuse me and then you've got the sums on the other side of the spectrum that are like jesus i don't know what's going on with my body and my head and i don't need to do my hair and i don't care what i'm wearing <laughs> like there's just there's these huge like spectrum and, and and it's so funny because you're you're a male yeah. and you're their coach yeah. and you're trying to formulate some sort of like uh um structure strategy or strategy yeah well yeah, yeah of yeah, course yeah, i've always got a strategy but i'm trying to give them a structure and wishes they can all hit on yeah. Right, I'm always trying to find that that learning curve and try and find that curve that's like okay, if you go right here with your stra- with your tactic or whatever with your strategy, you'll you'll probably hit ninety percent of them, bang on. I've never got it once this year, never that's once. Tough. It's either I got four of them or I got twenty of them or I've got one. Oh, wow. it's so weird. It's just so weird. Well, and like, oh my god! It's like today I emailed my coaches. I'm like, you know what? As a coach, today, I feel like I just failed them. My assistant coach is like, no, no, it's just, uh, it's just the way that day went. It was just, it took a lot to get them going today. Right. It was just, it was tough. No, I, I was, um, I'm starting to appreciate the uh, soccer, soccer or football, whatever you want to call it, a little bit. We were at my niece's uh, soccer game last night. Yeah, how'd that go? Was that in Shura Park? No, no, it was in uh, what Collingwood or wherever, like West End, like one seventieth kind of area. Oh yeah, Collingwood, yay! Yeah, nice, nice area. Um, yeah. Anyways, with side. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's on the. Anyways, um, but I was really impressed. I was really impressed by the coaches. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my niece is a bit of a superstar in that in that team. I'd have to admit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, let me break. She got a hat trick, is what you're saying? She got four goals after that. She got oh, four goals. Four goals. And she intimidated those girls. Like one time, she was, she just goes after the ball. Like her parents mm-hmm. are like you know raised. They're great parents. They're they're not. They're teaching when to be assertive, not aggressive. Like yes, go and assert your ability, mm-hmm. but don't be rude about it. Don't be aggressive assert mm-hmm. there's a big difference um and she dealt with the you know she, she was one of those kids that really was impacted by the anxiety of covid like seriously dealt with it so to see her mm-hmm. doing as well kind of mostly back to where she was pre-covid in terms of confidence mm-hmm. and, and and that kind of stuff really impressive and it's really those coaches were a big big key to turning her her around mm-hmm. because at the beginning of the season she couldn't even get on the field and she's a good player. She's always been a good player, but she couldn't even get on yeah. the field. Yeah. And she would sit on the bench for like half the game before she was comfortable enough being out on the field. So like mm-hmm. to the point now, like she did a great, amazing job, but she also didn't let out. Like one time the team got scared of her because she was going down. Mm-hmm. She, she had some moves. She went to kick the ball on the goalie, sorry, the keeper, 
still still Canadian here. Mm-hmm. The keeper went down to pick it up, but hadn't picked up the ball yet, and my niece kicked it to get it past her. Whack! You could hear it. We were on the other yeah. side of the field. Whack! Hit her side in the face. Shit! You yeah. know, there's everybody stands like, "Is she okay?" But after that, the keeper wasn't like really intimidated about any as you would oh, for sure. Yeah, as you would. Especially, oh, for sure. That was U9, right? That's a seven-year-old girl that just got kicked in the face, basically. Kicked in the face, yeah. Which yeah. Is, and so she stayed, but to that other team's credit, the girl took a couple like weird, you know, other little knocks and nothing major. Um, mm-hmm. But she stayed in the game the whole entire time. Oh, so good for she was, her. That's yeah. tough on keepers. Yeah. It's, the keepers are uh, a, a whole different... Uh, a whole different animal, a whole different... Can't be easy mentality. I tell you, I played my first soccer game. Yeah, that I. Uh, when was the last time I, you played? I, I, well, well, last time I played, I played two men's leagues games. Uh, year ago, <clears throat> I played one, ruptured, uh, tore my quadricep on my right foot. Kicking? Uh, well, I went to go kick. My Strike, foot got sorry, stuck. Striking. The, yeah, my foot got stuck in the turf. It was yep. a turf field. And uh, just pulled it, and it was no big deal. It was, like, huge and massive for a while. I was like, oh, work out, but only my right <laughs> leg. Um, You're that guy. Yeah, and then uh, the second game was really good. Everything was fine. Uh, then I just didn't have any time to commit to go or anything. So I thought this year, okay, I'm going to do it. So I signed up for men's league and my buddy's team again. And I was like, yeah, I want to do it. So last Sunday, I told Michelle, I'm like, hey, listen, I'm going to go out. I'm I, I need to do this. I need to exercise. Like I'm getting terrible chest pains. I need to run. I need to get my cardio up. Yeah. <clears throat> I was, I was in re- like terrible, terrible shape, but it was just fun to go play, go run, go have a jog. And, uh, you know, played pretty decent first half. And then, uh, our keeper was, uh, hurt, uh, you know, back problems and stuff like that. So like I told our coach, I said, well, I'll just go keep, right? And they're like, oh, you want to keep? And I'm like, well, nobody else wants to. Oh, yeah, no, no one's going to turn that down. Go. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> the odds of you stopping a good shot is low, right? Yeah, but yeah, I stopped it's... a lot. It was great. I actually had a great game. It was actually right. a lot of fun. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. It it's, a different, it's a different beast being go- Oh, yeah. For, being keepers is, is different. You have to be very assertive. You... Uh, you know, on good teams, uh, like when I was playing when I was younger, you know, your keeper is essentially your smartest and best player on your team. Yeah. Um, they, it's like your field coach in a lot of ways. It is a field coach. Yeah, yeah. It is your field coach. You talk him because you see the play. You see the field different than what a coach sees from the sidelines, right? You yeah. see the play being interrupted from a different angle of attack and then also from, you know, weak side defense. So you see the things coming in or going out properly or you see a team being weak or whatatever but you know what like some of those this one guy he's uh oh if i had to take a guess he's probably from columbia okay tall striker that was on their team and man he could lace a ball like i was just oh i was teasing him too like a couple times because i got a piece of one hit the post he had another one just just up past me hit the post (laughs) and then i got one clean from him and i was like oh and then I just he's as he's jogging back, I'm like, "Hey, fourteen, he's lay off the juice, hey?" And he's like, "Oh, I got harder ones for you." I'm like, "I bet you do, there, kid. I bet you do." 
You realize wow. I'm fucking like twice your age, but whatever. Yeah. Let let him let him have his time. <clears throat> yeah, be, I just thought that was uh, twenty years. But I thought that was fun, and then yeah, tore my shoulder right in the end. It was good. Hey, good for you. It's yeah, not a good day of rec league with you. No, don't no, come no. Up with you a... got to have some sort of injury. You got to have that. You got to have that war wound. It's like, yeah, I still work out once a month because I'm injured for the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a lot of fun. If I was a betting man, I would have bet myself to be a, a whole lot more hurt and in pain today. But I was walking Monty this morning. I'm like, fuck, you know, not too bad. Uh, it's all right. I'll walk this shit off. It's good. I'm, I'm uh, I'm uh, a little worried. We I have not done done as much walking and lifting as I have done today. We reset our auditorium today. It was uh, we spent fifteen man hours all together setting up this this space as best we could. With the, yeah. I didn't want to spend any more labor hours on that, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a, a lot of hauling uh, from different levels to get everything back down to where it should have been. So um, I was a little sore, feet a little sore, but I'll be fine. I think if yeah. I did this two years ago, I'd be wrecked. I'm a, <clears throat> we'll see. I think if you make bets, make bets on yourself to see what you're capable of. I yeah, I would. Sometimes like I do yeah. that to the extreme, and it actually really backfires. But make bets on yourself. Like I, I've got a bet going with myself mentally right now that I can't run five blocks hard. I can't. Oh, so you like oh like a, almost a sprint? Yeah. Better. Like I'm trying wow. to bet myself. Like I bet you you can't run five five blocks. On a, on a on a hard pole, and I don't know what that is. Like I used to be at eight hundred meter, you know yep. that that was yep. my that was Long my distance. track. Yeah. Well, no, no, eight hundred meters is just a just a one track. What once around the track, right. sixteen hundred wasn't my specialty. Eight hundred was my specialty. Mm. It was a bit mm. it was a bit quicker. It's more of a full sprint. It's it's a it's a sprint. Okay. Um, but <clears throat> I I made a bet with myself that uh, I couldn't I couldn't make my time. That that I used to have, right? Like my best time I think ever in my eight hundred was like one eighty. And that's not that fast, but that was my fastest, right? Right, right. So Yeah. You know, um I think there was only one time I ever broke four minutes of my mile. Okay. But I think making bets with yourself on certain things can be fun. It's it's fun. We yeah, uh, man, I should Look at a few things. It's the the scariest thing I ever did physically. I think. Well, the, the scariest class I ever did was like the thing called. I don't. Know, I don't even know if they're still around. The thing called soldiers hot of fitness. Yoga? No, no, I hated that. No, no, I. I, I hated that. You did hot yoga. That's I did hot yoga. You. Oh yeah. Uh, half the half the time I was on the mat trying to get cold air. Like it was like. One, I don't do yoga. And then you add hot on top of that. It's just, it's not good. It's yoga like so rubber. hard. Yoga so hard. I did it twice. It's so painful for me. It's not. Well, it's, our our, and you're usually doing it with women in the class, and their their uh, center of gravity is a different spot, so they're doing <clears> different <throat> things than what guys can't. Like, yeah, put your head in your put your head on the mat and see if you fall over. Yeah, I will fall over. Women will won't. You know. That kind of thing. My class that I went to, it was the cutest class because it was all a bunch of old gals, eh? Like all, it was the fifty plus club, right? Okay. And it was our, uh, uh, it was our controller at work. 
she was like, oh, yeah, you should try out yoga. Come come to my class. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to impose. She's like, no, no, no. I think the girls would love you. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll come. <laughs> of right? course they would. And boy, oh, boy, I never had so much fun. I never, I never saw a room of old gals laugh so hard at a man before. And, of course, like they're all like pre-offensive time, right? Right, right. Like I, I had shit being thrown at me constantly. She's like, "How are you ever gonna get someone pregnant with a flexibility like that?" Like I had that kind of shit thrown at me. Like just <laughs> some of these old girls were savage. They were just like, "You can't touch your toes," or, or, uh, oh my god, what the fuck was it? This one girl, she, I almost puked when she said it. We were doing a pose where. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was a stretch, and then I, I you had to come uh, up around like this and hold it, right? But I wasn't kinda like going, like kind of like that, yeah. But I wasn't that, going up high enough. And so this your hands one above your gal head for people that can't see. Yeah, so you yeah. Get your hand above your head and you're stretching the opposite way. Like yeah, kind of, and it's and it's right up against the wall. It has to be done in a certain thing. They're always looking at your posture to make sure you're doing the right lines. And anyway, this gal that was right behind me, she's like, you know what? If you never get it up, you'll never get it in. And fuck me. I almost puked laughing. It was so (laughs) funny. The room exploded. And I was like, I'll remember that for the rest of my life. Thank you so, so much. She's like, well, I hope you remember. (laughs) It was the best class. I wish to this day, I wish I could find those girls and go back to that class. And I can't remember yeah, well, where it was. It was somewhere near 96th Street and 41st Avenue, kind of in this industrial park. And oh, I would go back to that class at a heartbeat. In a you start, heartbeat. Start searching for them. You'll find them. Yeah, hey, Golden uh, Girls Yoga. I don't fucking know. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, spoke, speaking of the local, there's there's two local, there's three local people we want to support. And we always, since day one, we've we've said shop local. Please do. It's Hanson's Distillery. It's by far, you could just, like, if you haven't heard of them, if you, this time, first time you listen to our podcast, first, welcome. Second, why? And third, go go to Hanson's Distillery and get something. I think or, tours are happening now. I think I think the distillery is open for tours now, I believe. Well, and if you check can't get the website, down. Check the website. It's on, our, it's on right. our website. And if you can't get down to them, go to Sobeys. I know they sell them there. Um, mm. You can get it there. Yeah. yeah. They're in every wine and beyond liquor depot, you they're, name it. They're out there, guys. Go get them. The, they're everywhere. The other other places, you know, we look good people. We look good stuff. Avenue Appliances has both. You know, good people, good stuff, good appliances. Go get it, Scott. When are you getting that dishwasher? Have you talked to Faith yet? No, no, no. Next month. Uh, got to email her. Just get her prepped. Tell her like, hey, when am when oh, am I coming? Oh yeah, in? no. I think I'm just gonna go into the store. Just be a jackass for a bit. It, be like, it, who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah, just Johnny like, said Bitch, me. I give you shout outs every week. Do you know who I am? And she'd be like, oh, you're yeah. that stupid guy with that podcast? You, oh my you send God. the greatest people to our store. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. And this new one is a local place in Shirt Park. And, oh, yeah, uh, where's that? Know, it's called Farmer's Daughter. Farmer's Daughter? Yeah. Do Far- tell. Okay, so, you know, if is you this a, a clean establishment? Very clean. Hmm. Well, going. no, it's got, it's got it's got some sawdust on the ground. Oh, so, okay. so basically, here here it is. They sell. Look them up online. Farmer's daughter. 
they make homemade stuff for your kids. So whether it be climbing apparatuses or like toddler beds or growth charts or all sorts of things like oh okay you know all made out of uh wood locally made made by the owners they've got a little store right in, right to, off of broadmoor and really close to yellowhead really close to oh, the flying okay. jay yeah not far okay. from there yeah um great little place it was super busy when we went in there tons of families in there buying huh. stuff checking stuff they got things for the kids to tr- test and try out and play and climb it's great it's perfect really yeah, so if you got kids under five... Farmer's Daughter. I like fa- that. Farmer's like that. Daughters. Yeah, check them out. Check them out. Um, yeah, it was a great little place. So, yeah, from ages, I think, five and under is kind of what it's geared towards. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so five and under. Farmer's Daughter, and you said it's Broadmoor and just south of the Yellowhead. Probably on the right-hand side where all the strip mall stores are. Yeah, yeah. So just just south of the Flying J area there. So not across from it, but in that, that complex, there's like one bay over so if you've gone past if you're going towards millennium from yellowhead mm-hmm. it's it's before you get to that new is floors. it near blush it's closer to yellowhead than blush okay it's closer to yellow than blush yeah 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 okay yeah not yeah you'll just look them up you'll find them sure park farmer's daughter go that's check cool them out. that's good to know yeah yeah i'm actually refinishing a couple of deaths for my nieces and nephews yeah, they've got like uh we we bought a customized growth chart for for our family. Oh, cool! Because reality is, you know, Aaron's going to be, you know, she'll appreciate it now. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to have grandkids someday. Like we're mm-hmm. talking like as early as three to four years from now. Yeah, hopefully at least three to four years from now, not sooner. Yeah. But um, so, I guess this this is going to be it. It's kind of weird to think about. My own daughter's going to be growing as my grandkids are going to as an auntie. She'll be an auntie soon. She will be. Isn't that crazy? I know people that are like that, right? Like, I had a buddy that was like that, who was like, Uncle, you know, Uncle Horny. And it's like, uh, you know, you meet this guy, I'm like, that's your nephew. Like, because of the same age. Yeah. Come from a really big family. And he was like the baby of his family. And his brother's like 30 years older than him, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's just Mm -hmm. big families. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, go check, check out Loco. You know, don't do stupid bets. Be wise. Listen to Scott's wise words. Better yourself. Better yourself, guys. And ladies. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you later, Scott. Talk to you Absolutely. later. Absolutely.